0: Welcome back to the COS Business Podcast, the number one podcast in Colorado Springs. Uh, my my business partner is, is is encouraging me to say that a lot more. That's good. It's good to claim who you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did the research ourselves.
1: Vetted. <laughs> sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so today I'm sitting here with Ray Whitcomb with Junk Removed Now. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, yeah, we we do full service junk
1: removal and dumpster rental service. Okay, it's like
0: the yeah. short answer. That's of it. I was about to say. Can you tell us a lot about what you do? Yeah, in a sentence. <laughs> yeah.
1: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, people ask us like what we haul away, and it's like we haul anything and everything except hazardous waste and dead bodies.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you, what if have you done that and without knowing?
1: Uh, I, I did have a a uh, an an older gentleman get really mad that all of his bird feeders were getting. Um, ransacked by a squirrel, and he took out a squirrel and put it in a bag. The trash man wouldn't take it, and he had us take it. Okay. Yeah.
0: That was the only dead body you've taken? That That's the only one that I've, like, <laughs> taken that
1: I was like, that's okay. That's it. No other, Okay, you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> lesson learned? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lesson learned.
0: All right, sweet. Well, I'm going to roll the intro music. We're going to get more or two about your business and uh, get started and learn about that. But first, I want to thank uh, our sponsor, Atmos Planning, Uh they do financial planning, and yeah, I just wanted to shout out for them. Uh, we, we're we're we we we're looking to have more sponsors too, so that that's, yeah, we're we're excited about that, and definitely want to show appreciation for for the sponsors. I am not in my microphone. There, there you go. I well, think it's extra sensitive. There you go. Well, financial planning is a big
1: thing, especially with people who ran into a lot of issues this last year.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah, and he you know specifically helps uh, uh, business owners okay. and uh, helps them succeed in their business so and in a lot of businesses suffered this year too so yeah so yeah there's that so i'm gonna roll this intro music let's go this is a show where we have real conversations with entrepreneurs and business owners who are mostly in colorado springs doing things in the community of colorado springs yeah nice (laughs) So how's it going,
1: man? It's going pretty good, man. I mean, uh, everyone's really amped up for this snowstorm that's on the way.
0: I know. I keep, Everyone keeps saying it, and I keep forgetting it every, every like, time. Like, I don't I even don't know. pay attention to the weather, honestly. <laughs> they said
1: there's going to be, like, a foot to two, and I'm like, the last time that really happened was, like, 1998, and yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if it, there's been a lot of times they've said that, not a lot of times it delivered, so. Okay,
0: I seen an article, and I don't know how fake it was, Okay, but up, <laughs> up on Pike's Peak, it said, like, 50 feet. And I don't even I don't even know how that works. Uh, maybe five. I don't know about okay. fifty. Maybe five. It said fifty. If it that that would be crazy. Maybe it was just clickbait. Yeah, yeah. I almost clicked on it. I might have, but then it didn't load fast enough, so I don't think I read it. See, it <laughs> maybe that was their goal. Uh, well, succeeded. Just, yeah. You're talking about it
1: now. Someone's gonna Google that article.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool, though. So so uh, how long have you been out in Colorado Springs? I grew From up here. here. Okay, yeah, I grew I, up here. I was thinking that because you're like, you know, they've said it, but they, they've, they uh, with the snow stuff, I, you're like, they said it, but I, they, it doesn't usually happen. <laughs> so right. that mi- means you've probably, you know, been here for at least a while. <laughs> yeah, 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 grew up here, moved
1: away a couple times, but I always came back. Okay, where'd you, where'd you go to? Uh, I lived in Arkansas and Tennessee for a couple years, okay. and then I lived in Canada for a year.
0: Canada. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how's that
1: like? Canada was cool. Um, we were on the, I was on the west side of Canada, so it's pretty much, um, Minnesota with French on the signs.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you learn French? I did not. No, okay. no. The western side is
1: like pretty much English. <laughs> okay. But as a nation, you know, uh, French is also their second language.
0: So. Okay. On, yeah. Yeah. On a lot everything. of, a lot of nations uh, I've noticed do, do that. Germany has a lot of. English as their second language, and everyone right. just knows English, but we don't know their language. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so, so what kept you uh, coming back to Colorado Springs? Uh, family. Okay.
1: Yeah, family was the biggest driver of that. I
0: guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what
1: keeps me here is the mountains. Okay. The adventure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love, I love the mountains. Where do you like to, where do you like to go? Uh, anywhere
1: on hikes. I got four kids, and okay, okay. <laughs> I like to keep them all outside. They're all under ten, and so we just go on like local, like local hikes or Palmer Park or, for you know, sure, yeah, or go in the mountains on the weekends.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love going to Palmer Park. It's one of my favorites. I actually probably go there at least once a day. Sometimes I don't get to go there, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> I just I love I love. It's a good hiking spot, you know. Definitely. I I do this thing called like a walking meditation where it's mm-hmm. just like I'm. Being conscious and mindful as I'm walking, no distractions, no nothing. And I'd love the, to use Palmer Park for that walking meditation. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a great spot and great views.
0: Yes, and that that's really helps with the meditation. <laughs> yeah, put things into perspective. Yeah, and I like to look at it and just like you can see the mountains, but you can also see the whole city in a sense. You know, Yeah, uh, like everything between Palmer Park and the mountains, which there's a lot as <laughs> you can see. Garden of the Gods over here, and you could look over to the left about 30 degrees and see downtown. <laughs> right. So it's, it's really cool. <laughs> it is really cool. I Actually, it inspired me to want to make an invention where I could, well, I guess I'd not make an invention. I guess they already have it. A jet pack. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted the jet pack all the way to, all the way to downtown. I was like, that would be that'd so be, much easier. That'd be, <laughs> maybe, well,
1: that would be a sweet trip. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> that would be a pretty sweet trip. So,
0: so I guess I did think of something. They were like pods. And there's going to be like a pod that had like uh, uh, jetpacks on the pods. Yeah, so it, it would just...
1: basically be a drone that you could ride in. But with jets. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> the problem of a creative mind you can always think of something to do. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And I, I even sketched it out. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So so how long have you been doing uh, your business? Uh, I've been doing junk for seven years. I mean, technically, it's been five because there was like the first year that I didn't know what I was doing, and I lost my lunch. Mm. I took on a contract, and uh, I didn't get paid for the contract for 90 days. So I'd like work, finish a job, and I'm going to get paid for that job for 90 days out.
0: Mm. So I
1: had like never had uh, like no debt. I'd always done cash, and then I got a credit card to like float. After six months of doing that contract, I ironed out all my expenses and I was making $3 an hour.
0: Oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how did you, what did you do? So I like, <laughs> within
1: 15 minutes of finding that out, I emailed the guy who I had the contract with and I said, I'm done. Uh, like I'm out. Like I, yeah. I'm not doing any more work. And then the next 15 minutes, I called a friend who owned a plastics manufacturing plant. And I said, hey man, I need a job.
0: Yeah, he's
1: like, <laughs> I, he's like, I. He's like, I don't have a job right now, but what I like, give me till Tuesday, I'll make a job for you. We'll come in, we'll figure out like what we can do and go from there. We, we sat down and talked and he was like, what do you need to make to make all your bills? And mm-hmm. so like we figured out after taxes, like exactly what I needed to make. I had like $50. Like, That's we- the survival number, essentially. Yeah, that, that was like the survival okay. number, right? So like I came in and he-, he like made it so that it'd be all right so i worked that job for a year and i'm like naturally really creative always kind of on the go like same Mm -hmm. thing like i'll i'll do something and then have some idea and i'll sketch it out like yeah nice i I relate to that (laughs) Uh, like that's awesome really really (laughs) really well so plastic manufacturing is really hard because it's like you're basically part of henry ford's production line Mm. so you sit in one spot you do one job Yeah. And if the night before, if they've ran like two hundred thousand parts, you I would sit at a table, pick up a part with an X-Acto knife, and I would shave off the excess plastic that was on that part and set it in a different bin. And I would do that all day. Mm, Like that's
0: that's no fun. Oh (laughs) it was That's insane, man. Well, okay, okay. So 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 You were in your business for how long before? For a year. For a year. And you realized, oh, crap, this is not working. Right. Something's wrong. (laughs) I put my
1: family in a, a like, we were, like, in the red hard, like, Mm. deep in the red. Like, I put my family in debt. We depleted our savings. We're, like, looking at, like, eviction. Oh, no. Like, really, like, I put my family in a really, really hard spot.
0: Yeah. how, How was that for you?
1: uh stressful yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: i mean in the end i'm not one to give up on in the end i'm always one to like all right how can i adapt mm-hmm. how can i learn from like yeah the, the mistakes that i've so, made so
0: so you had the you, you took the job for, for 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 a year for a year yep just shaving shaving plastic off of right uh,
1: well like being, <laughs> being who i was i i would always innovate and i'd always try to like streamline stuff so i'd walk in i would look at like the process that they had that, like, mm. the owner, me and the owner got to get, like, we liked each other a lot. Okay. Because right? he, the reason he gave me the job was that he knew how hard I worked. Mm-hmm. So he had interacted with me enough that he knew that if I came in, let like, yeah. I wasn't going to stop moving. I'm not the guy that, like... Tries to milk the clock. I'm the guy that's always trying to like, hey, well, let's get this done the fastest thing so we can get to like the next three things that have been put off. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'd come in and I'd be really efficient. So over that, oops, sorry. Oh no worries. Oh, it has, happens. <laughs> my hands move, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, it only
0: happens with guests whose hands move. <laughs>
1: uh, guilty as charged. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So so over that course of that year, I learned. I've I've moved up multiple different um, positions mm-hmm. because I would. I'd become efficient. I would learn it to a point that like I could take two people's work and make it so it was one person's work. Okay. And move that. So
0: to... you're like, do I get two times the pay? No, <laughs> I mean, I,
1: he did me a solid, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He created a job for me. And, and like, that helped
0: you keep it exciting too for you. Well, uh, it helped me keep like... Interesting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So what I... So I did that over the course of the year, but what I learned in high school... Was that if my hands were busy, I could absorb material. So for that whole year, listening, I listened to mm-hmm. business books and business podcasts and retaught oh, myself. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So year year of doing that, you were able to at least balance out and thrive or survive at least. Yeah. You were able to get out of the red essentially, or you're uh, still in there.
1: It, it took me. Uh, it took me five years after after okay. that to get everything that I had got my family in out of. It took me that like okay that long to get out completely. But it it that job was able to give me so that I could like at least breathe, yeah, yeah, to like reassess. So at the end of that year, I sat down with a business consultant about like business. Nice, like, nice. Yeah, a local serial entrepreneur, and he helped me like this is what you should do. And then I quit that and started my junk business back up. Okay. And and that was five years ago.
0: Okay. Okay, that's when you started it back up. Starting it back up. What's the first thing you do?
1: Uh. But, well, <laughs> I, like, I had the truck and trailer, I rebranded it as this, as Junk Removed mm-hmm. Now, and, like, read the logo, and, but I still had, like, a lot of things I didn't know, so the last, like, course the last five years has been, you know, a lot of self-taught, like, I didn't, I didn't finish high school, I got my GED, Okay. and, like, so I've, I've, uh, I didn't, I've never learned the way that school is taught.
0: For sure, a lot For of probably, people don't learn that way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I had to like, it's been a lot of uh, trial and error been a lot of like little steps. And then like, I followed that business counselors advice. Mm-hmm. And like, at the time, the junk business, as far as the industry, no one was doing, they're called bandit signs. They're these little signs that sit on a corner. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was like, he's looking at as, as far as my competition goes at the time. He said, "Like nobody's doing this, you should do it." And I thought, "There's no way that those stupid little signs work."
0: Yeah, <laughs> right? like I was like,
1: that, that, "No way, right?" Yeah,
0: you've never you you've never had to use them before, so you didn't know. <laughs> right, right.
1: Well, and I and no one else is doing it, right? And yeah. you're, we're we're oh lo- yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, we're looking at like franchises that are doing you know half a million to a million dollars a year with junk, mm-hmm. and they have a whole team behind them, like telling them the good and the bad and how to like get the best SEO and get the best traffic. Yes, yeah. And, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, they have like multiple franchises.
0: So owners. no one's doing it. Yeah, no I get one. you. Yeah, yeah. No one's okay. doing it. So there has to be
1: a reason or it's just a blind spot in their vision. Yeah. Which is like why you would go to like somebody else in that's outside of your industry. That's why like people go and get like consultants because a consultant can come in outside of an industry and be like, well, why aren't you doing that?
0: Yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, for sure.
1: Right. So I started doing that, started doing these little signs and- uh, I got the signs, and then I didn't do anything with them.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> you
1: just let him sit? <laughs> I just let him sit. I was afraid, right? Like oh, I, was, no. I was afraid that they were going to work. And, right? and is, is there any laws against that? Um, The city code is Friday at noon to Monday at noon is the code on the-, the Is cor- when you can do it? Is when you can do okay. it. Okay. On the corners of like intersections or the, the grass between the sidewalk and the street. That's technically—it's That's like
0: a compromise that it. someone made. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's it's
1: something that like you put the sign out and you pretty much know that like you're not gonna come back and pick it up, like it's just gonna sit there. And city co, the city guys will come and pick
0: it up if it's in a high traffic area. Okay. Okay. So so you're saying that it's uh, no one really cares. They yeah, <laughs> yes and no. There are some
1: neighborhoods that like people super care and yeah, other, yeah. other okay. places that like they don't care. For sure. For right? sure. All right. So, so I, the signs. Had, had, so you, so didn't, I put, you I, didn't do them. I didn't do them at first. I got <laughs> the signs. I didn't. For, and my wife, bless her heart, uh, love you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, she was like, Ray, what do you got to lose? You already spent the money on the signs. So go put them out. So I put out, I put like 30 signs out. I bought 200. I put out 30 and I did three grand of business within like 10 days.
0: 30 signs. 30 signs. 10 days. 10 days. Holy cow. Yeah. There's that much business out there. It's oh. abundance, man. Yeah, well, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So And
1: I'm- you only took a piece. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? So I started putting out all these signs. And, like, interesting part of the story is, like, at the at the time, I thought, why don't I work for another junk company? And my uncle knew the owner of one her got junk in town.
0: Okay. And yeah, he- I seen them uh, drive by earlier, and I thought of you. I was like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was thinking about how they're probably your big like corporate competition. they
1: like the guy who owns it is really smart, really okay. smart marketing person, and he was at the time when I tried to apply there. He was mm-hmm. just the operations manager. Okay. He has since purchased the franchise locally and like tripled their numbers. Like, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Like he's blown them up. He's done really, really well. Really, really smart, and he has abundance mindset too, where mm-hmm. it's uh, like there's enough junk to go around. Like, yeah. You, you don't have to, there's like you don't need to be cutthroat about it. And for and, sure. But at the time, I tried to get a job and he never called me back. And then, like, six weeks later, I'm putting out these signs. He calls my uncle and he's like, You know, who's, who's this? Who is putting out these signs? And he's like, You're dropping wisdom right here. You guys listening to this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh, that's my nephew. And he was like, What? That kid that I didn't hire? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I started putting out those signs and the signs look professional. I answered the phone professionally, but right. I, I was still trying to get out of this hole that I put myself in mm-hmm. and like, And so my truck was a 1972 Chevy truck, brown and white. And the trailer was a trailer built in 1955 that I bought for 250 bucks at a garage sale because these people were moving. Okay. Oh, it was, and it it was yellow. It was like mustard yellow. And the color below it was like orange yellow. Okay. It it was (laughs) horrendous. It was horrendous. (laughs) It's horrendous. Yeah, it, did, it didn't look super professional at all. But in the end, when you're talking about junk, what matters is like how you leave the job site. Yes. Right? For sure. Right? So I wasn't starting out like I didn't – no bank would ever look at me for a loan, right? Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wasn't like the pretty thing. But I knew that I could, I could work hard. I could do a really great job. I could ask, answer the phone professionally. Mm-hmm. And in the end, that people would be pleased with my
0: yeah, yeah, work ethic,
1: right? And, and and eventually, I would get the nice trucks and like the nice uniforms and yes, logo yes. hats and and all that stuff. But like the like,
0: is that where the yellow comes from? Or no, that's a, that's a dark lighter green. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just a lighter green. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, <laughs> um, no, I, I went with green because it's like like it, it kind of like. I did like the color research stuff. Have you ever heard about that? I like oh, yeah.
0: It's like a positive feeling. It, yeah.
1: It's like also like uh, the companies that have like really green is like John Deere, right? So you're thinking yeah. like earth, right? And in the end, you want like junk to be recycling. Hey, I like man. it, man. Yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know like uh, blue is kind of like
1: corporate kind of feeling. It's kind of like a, a trust. It, it, the color thing that i read was like it, it's like trusting. Mm-hmm. You like trust that. And so these like, these are
0: psychological hey. things that we're talking about but yeah, that, have yeah. been, that have been like studied. Right. Like we're not just saying blue means trust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can look it up. You can do yeah, yeah. your own research. Exactly. This isn't
1: this <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're not the <laughs> experts. The here. color experts yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I
0: know what a, a complementary color is though. So <laughs> hey, there you go. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so I did,
1: yeah, <laughs> I did the signs and they worked, and um, and then it was like I wanted a dump truck. Like so, 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 so bad, but okay. I I couldn't afford a dump truck, right? Because I was still I still had like my demons in my closet, right, from my bad decisions on yes. the on the business, and and so I couldn't like spend five grand on a mm-hmm. dump truck, right? And so I keep working. It's like two years in, and, like coming up on my third year, and I'm always scouring Craigslist because like Facebook Marketplace wasn't yeah, yeah. on at the time, and um, there was a guy who had a dump truck in Black Forest. And uh, he wanted firewood for it.
0: Firewood? Firewood. Did you right. go out and start chopping? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
1: like <laughs> let, let's talk about like the sometimes the craziness of how the universe works. Yeah, yeah. Right? I had somebody in my life who wanted to split firewood to as a workout. And I where I parked my truck <laughs> and trailer, because I live in an apartment, I couldn't park the truck and trailer in front of the apartment because it like, any rate. It didn't work. I That's needed. a
0: workout that pays off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> how do you get the wood? Yeah,
1: how do, right? how do you get the wood? How, well, so <laughs> the, guy, the guy parking his equipment right next to me was a tree company.
0: What? <laughs>
1: yeah, and I had a conversation with him, and I was like, hey, I need firewood. Like, you know, I know that you have a 12-inch chipper, so anything above 12 inches, you can't take
0: Did you it. let them know why why you need the firewood? Yeah, th- I don't think they really cared. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they
1: uh, they were like, yeah, let's. It, I'll just let you know an address if you can pick it up the same day. And I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. So me and and this friend for two years had been collecting firewood and stacking it in his backyard. He had never split any of the firewood. It had just like mounded in his backyard. Oh, because – okay, that's why you got the wood, just so he could split it, split it. So he could split it. So we would spend all this time over the course of two years, just tons of sweat equity to go pick up free wood.
0: That was the exercise right there. <laughs> right, right. And then
1: I get this, uh, this general contractor, retired general contractor, who, who just has like a one-ton – Dually truck with a tilt bed, right? It's nothing pretty. Yeah, yeah. I go out there with my grandpa and find out if it's like, if it's running or not. And it's runs, the dump bed works. I mean, it's definitely rough. It was a 1974 truck. So then I, we made a deal on eight cords of wood. And within 10 days, I had eight cords of wood at his house stacked and delivered and pretty. And I, and I ran that truck. And it was...
0: That's an amazing trade deal. That's, that's, you, you were talking about trade deals before we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. awesome, dude. Ah, oh, that's <laughs> sick. I love that idea. That's like, I'm glad you shared that story. Yeah, man. I'm going to fix this audio. I think my noise gets a little bit it – cuts it's cutting me off. I had to get, like, really close. Sure, man. Do so, your thing. So I'm going to fix that real quick. And actually, while I do that, I'm going to restart these on the cameras. Cool. We're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back.
1: Yeah, so I I, uh, I traded for that, and then and then I didn't know how to. I, the bed sides were wood, and the bed deck was wood. And when I drive down the road, the wood sides would flap back and forth.
0: It was a dump truck. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was it was
1: it's a one ton tilt bed, so that like it's not like a dump truck, like a big like would deliver rock to your house. Yeah, t- it's like a um, just like a one ton truck dually. With a twelve foot bed and has a hydraulic lift that lifts up the bed.
0: Okay, so it's not like we're not. We're just talking about a pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. When you say one ton truck, that means a sm- small truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reli- if you're if you're thinking about commercial trucks, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 How much are commercial trucks? Uh, uh way average.
1: Um, if you're like talking about like a tandem axle, you're looking like thirty two thousand so, pounds. Like, I was thinking tons. a lot
0: more than a one ton thing. Yeah, that,
1: that one ton. <laughs> probably weighed
0: was one ton meaning that it could carry one ton or that it weighed one ton
1: it's uh so the manufacturer breaks down like what the truck is capable of handling okay and so like a one-ton truck can handle ten thousand pounds is
0: okay
1: yeah and then you have like a three-quarter ton truck or like a half ton truck so most people Mm -hmm. have like a half ton truck so you got that truck i got the truck and you started hauling Said, yeah, well, I kept <laughs> hauling, but then I didn't have to, because with the trailer, yeah, you kept hauling. You were already yeah, hauling. <laughs> yeah, with the trailer, I had to hand load and hand unload things. So, like, I'd have to, I'd have to figure out the most efficient way to load stuff on, mm-hmm. and then, like, when I loaded it, I had to think about how I was gonna unload it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So it took a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. So a dump is really efficient, because then you get there, you press a button, the bed lifts up, and everything just slides out.
0: Ah, yeah. You save money. Yeah, you, you save because time is money. You <laughs> save a ton of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so so you could basically go from picking up one thing in a day to multiple things in a day.
1: Yeah, right. Because do multiple jobs then. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. So how did you? How did you? you, you how did you expand? How did you grow? Uh, how did you get out of the hole?
1: Well, in the winter, I would like I'd always work trade jobs, so I'd work call a friend that was an electrician or mm-hmm. whatever, and I was always really good with my hands okay. so I could do, like, and anybody that I worked with enjoyed me working with them because, like, they could just tell me once and I could go back and do it again so it wasn't like that. I didn't have to get babysat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, So you knew what you were doing or how to learn learn what you were doing because yeah. you were familiar with all the kind of handy kind of stuff. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So the way like I just kept going is. So like, in the winter you had to do that because there's less business. Yeah. In the winter. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Well, it's easy to like no one wants to go out and deal with stuff in, in their backyard or like deal with stuff yeah, outside. Yeah. For sure. Right. They tend. Not I, even
0: you. Well. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so I, the way I kept going, the way I expanded is what I got into dumpsters. So I was, I was, uh, I wanted, I saw how busy the dumpster guys were and I thought, oh, I should like, I should do that. And I was pretty eager about my numbers on trying to calculate the business stuff. And I thought it'd be way more profitable than it is. But it's really actually super competitive and not as profitable. Junk is way more profitable.
0: So dumpsters like trash. Uh,
1: dumpsters like uh, the small dumpsters that would fit if you did like a small renovation project in your driveway.
0: Oh, uh, so okay. You put, like a little got you. dumpster.
1: I didn't want to get into the huge ones like that requires like a commercial driver's license. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that other stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but I got into dumpsters and that. What it did is it gave me a really steady bottom line. Like it instead mm-hmm. of because junk is like up and down, like it's volatile in the sense. Got of like you. it's not always consistent. So
0: now you could you could hire people and expand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, that is. Like, okay. In the end, that's
1: what I started getting into that, and then trying to like figure out how to get dumpsters, get and more of that, and then trying to figure out all the SEO stuff.
0: And what do such. you What do you think you did major majorly differently starting again? If I was to do it again, no, no. What you did do it again? Right, that's true. <laughs> <technically>. <laughs> And and I'm saying, what did you do when you did it again? What do you Um, think is the major thing? The understanding my costs.
1: The thing I did not understand when I took on that initial contract is I did not understand what it cost me to do a job.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: And I also didn't understand all of the requirements pertaining to the contract. And so what, like, the junk calling part I was really good at, but it was we were cleaning out foreclosed homes for the banks. But I was a subcontractor of subcontractor. Mm-hmm. And so by the time the money got to me, like all the creams off the top, and you're just getting like just enough to cover your expenses.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. That's not good. <laughs> no, right. And
1: so I, like, I was naive at.
0: That's not sustainable. Exactly. At all. <laughs> right.
1: The only way I kept afloat was that I had other clients that paid my full regular junk removal rates. And that's how I was able to pay, like, because I. They had so much demand that I was I had hired two guys. I'm paying them at the time, ten dollars an hour, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm making three, right? Okay, right. But I didn't know that because I because of the gap. So the things that I changed, like with junk removal, it's like most of the time people pay as soon as you show up, mm-hmm. you know. So and then getting into like having a steady bottom line with dumpsters was able to give me employees and like make sure that I could. Cause my thing was I didn't want to. I wanted to treat employees good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and cause I I had, like, story when I was eighteen. I'll tell you a story when I was eighteen. I was working as a carpenter, right, mm-hmm. for um, a subcontractor of Keller Homes, mm-hmm. and uh, we were getting paid fifteen an hour. And one day, um, we're in the truck. it's just there's two employees. It's me and my best friend. We were hired by this one guy, mm-hmm. right? And I'm asking like I'm. I've always asked tons of questions just to find out, like, what's the real, like, what's the real deal of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Just so I know, like, more of the truth. Not that it's always transparent. Not that it's always, like, clear enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was asking the, like, my boss. I'm like, how much do you charge Keller Holmes for our time? And uh, at first, he kind of just, like, didn't say anything. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, like, you're not saying no so I'm going to keep asking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
1: eventually he, he, <laughs> that's, he <awesome. laughs>
0: that's probably uh, helpful for you in business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. My brother has a saying that if you don't ask, you don't know. Yeah. 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 And so I kept asking and it turns out that he was charging $85 per man per hour to Keller homes. Right. And we were two 18 year olds that he would leave us on the job site for like three days with all of the tools and all the materials because of how we worked. Mm-hmm. Like, we would just take care of everything. And he knew enough of the other subcontractors that they would watch us to see mm-hmm. if we were doing good enough, but we would just get stuff done. We only took 15 minute breaks. We only took a 30 minute lunch. We would just work, right? Mm-hmm. Me and this friend had owned our own lawn mowing business at 13. And like the way we got around was that my dad made trailers for hand carts and we would bungee strap our lawnmowers to the hand carts and drive around and mow lawn. So like we had owned our own business super mm-hmm. young, so we knew how to work together. There's like really good communication, nice understanding about expectations, all that stuff. For sure, right? So then I'm thinking about this eighty-five dollars an hour, right? Which means that it's a hundred and seventy-five dollars an hour for me and my friend per hour, right? Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like so I'm like holy crap, man! You're charging like that's like what is that? I, uh, like two hundred? That's like fifteen hundred dollars a day, yeah. roughly.
0: And you guys are getting ten percent of that?
1: Yeah, we're getting. Yeah, we're getting. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, so then I'm running the numbers on like, okay, well, if I worked and I was charging eighty five dollars an hour for a year mm-hmm. at like the standard forty hours a week, that's like I think it's like a hundred and it's over it's over six figures. And I grew up really poor, so like that was like big money to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I look at like employees and I look at like opportunities and I look at like the current econ econ I don't know how to say that word.
0: Uh, e- economical. Yeah, but uh, like... Uh, I, think, I think that's the word.
1: The social impact of like the way employers te- treat employees, then I really want to make sure that I'm taking care of my guys. So mm-hmm. like switching to, um, switching to having like employees, then I want to make sure that like I'm taking care of all their needs, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so when I shifted to dumpsters, then I was able to like properly take care of my employees and, and like look after them.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that means you could, you could pay them better. Yeah, I could, I could pay them. <laughs> better. I could,
1: I could try to provide to the best of my ability, mm-hmm. uh, like more accurate living wage, mm-hmm. right? So not paying the minimum wage, trying to make sure that like they get other opportunities, right? Because that's like yeah, the yeah. way the way that I survive those first couple of years is like not all the junk that comes through is actually junk.
0: Yeah, you For, flip it.
1: Yeah, you can flip. <laughs> yeah, and tons like and and a lot of the time, as people, it's a it is emotional thing. We will get rid of junk. It's like they want to get rid of it just to get it out of their life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: And it, like in some, th- some things aren't even junk. <laughs> yeah. Com-
1: completely legitimate. But like yeah. you're <laughs> providing a service to get it out of their life to mm-hmm. open up their Right. It's like, you're not really selling junk removal. Like Apple really doesn't sell phones. They sell innovation. Right. Yeah. With junk removal, you're not really selling that. You're selling peace of mind. Mm hmm. Right. No, for sure. Yeah. 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 That
0: you're solving a problem, you know? Yeah. You're right. solving a problem. Right. And, and that problem is a pain. To them. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it is, right? Like, if you don't have a truck, like, how are you going to get it out, right? So, like, mm-hmm. a big thing that I'll do that I did, especially when I started out, like, I'd flip a lot of stuff. So
0: you guys are essentially, like, movers in a way. Yeah. Except the people don't keep their stuff that they give to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but the... And so, like, that, that kind of led me to, like, the next stage of, like, where I'm going right now, which is kind of some of the things that you've seen is, like, I've, like, shifted into how can I take the junk and make something else out yeah, of
0: it. Yeah, I've seen that. The art that you've been doing with yeah, is pretty amazing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. And the TikTok stuff. What's your TikTok, dude? Uh, yeah, TikTok <laughs> is built from junk. Okay, built my, from junk. Yeah, okay. it's where
1: I do the art stuff. I have junk removed now. Like, I, I got that handle for... Is
0: that, is that going well for you?
1: Yeah, like I... I yeah, it went really, really well. Is there well. a lot
0: of... Like, you're getting a lot of... It's actually, like, sticking and getting a lot of traffic from it?
1: Okay, so the first video I did, mm-hmm. I took a shovel head and a bunch of random parts, and I made an owl. I made a great horned owl. And then, um,
0: oh, sorry, Do you, are you able to take that traffic and sell the stuff to you yeah. on like an Etsy or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's amazing. <laughs> right. So yeah. So like after four sculptures, I went from like a thousand followers to now over 90,000 followers. Okay. So now when you post something, you have traffic that can actually see it. And if you post something that, that you just created, you actually have a potential audience that right. could buy from it. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Well, my like the hardest, the hardest part,
1: the hardest part for me, like you, you like the art, you want to keep it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I do love the art. The the hardest part about being in the junk business is you see what people throw away. And like, I grew up really poor. And when you, Mm -hmm. when you grow up poor, like the things that like you see get thrown away, you're like, you, you know, as a kid, you understand that if it's thrown away in a trash can, you can just like pick it out. Mm-hmm. right and then you like the other thing that I see in Colorado Springs like especially is like how many like homeless and mm-hmm. like all the stuff that they don't have right and then like you look at like the other community outreach that people have in the sense of like what um, what gets thrown away and then how there's plenty of people like that it can get connected to right so like the goal with like creating mm-hmm. the art and the goal with some of the other like big ideas that I have Mm -hmm. is to take like what comes from junk and then redirect it to the like, Places that can use it or the people like... No, work, for sure. Like working with like Restore and working with You should
0: like- talk with uh, Lauren Chesmore. Do you know who she is? Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she uh, has a similar... for chaos. Yeah, clarity? Uh, cl- clarity, clarity for your chaos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chaos. yeah. She yeah. has a similar mission with her business. Yeah. Because, you know, if in a sense, you guys have similar businesses. Right. Uh, in, in a sense, you know, she helps... She helps people deal with their mess, essentially. Right. Some, something that people have, like, emotional attachment to as well. Yeah. And, you know, also she does other things too, like, helps helps people uh, get clarity for their chaos. Right. <laughs> but uh, she helps people, like, learn, like, organizational type, type of things to help. Yeah. Not only help organize. You look at me making an ad for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's awesome. Yeah, she deserves yeah. It. She deserves everything. Yeah, yeah. She's not only organize. But helps you stay organized yeah. and, and help helps you maintain it. But a lot of times she gets a lot of a lot of quote unquote junk yeah. that gets replaced and, and she has to find places for it. Right. And so that's you yeah, think you guys should have a good collaboration on on that specific mission. Yeah. Like you guys should should bounce ideas off each other. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, man. So so how's how's business now? How, uh, business wh- is business is good. What is it what is what does it look like going from when you're starting out you're just hiring to, to, to now, and where, where you want to go, I guess. What's your future goals?
1: Right. Okay. So, when I first started out, like solopreneur, mm-hmm. all by myself, trying to figure it out, like constant, like learning and growing and trying to like figure out the next thing. Then, like, I felt like I not fully graduated, but like moved into more of an entrepreneur where I actually have like um, employees and somewhat mm-hmm. of the process, like nailed down. And like, w- the step I want to go from now is I want to go from an entrepreneur to a business owner. So I want to mm-hmm. like create enough systems that my business can run by itself. And like if not if when. There yeah, we go. There you go. <laughs> when I when I get all of those ducks in a row, then the next step is to like really go full time in my art. And uh, it, okay. Yeah, like like the real the thing that like super passionate that I'm like passionate about is like to create.
0: So once it's a business, what does that look like?
1: That looks like operations manager teams understanding stuff coming in r- processes for like commercial clients and um business to business relations mm-hmm. that all of that gets dealt with and that
0: so is, is that does that does that mean there there's a board essentially uh, or do does it even board? have to have a board uh people like and you're you're just on the board and there's other, everyone on the board is, is a, I guess i don't know exactly what i mean no by no that. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But,
1: so like a board would be like a board of like if you had like a um, an actual corporation, yeah, yeah. no, I just want it on on an operational level. That's not
0: yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. so 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 that's and you can make that happen, though, yeah, you can make it run on an operational level, yeah, not, not a corporate corporate level,
1: right. So like every like just because you're technically a business doesn't mean that you're a business like a big business. Mm-hmm. right. So the mentalities and like between is is very much different based on like your growth or like your size, Mm -hmm. right? Like a a small mom and pop shop that everything's done kind of vocally and like pen and paper, like that cannot run Mm -hmm. if you have like five trucks and like 25 employees and all like that, the, uh, the small business mentality cannot run the bigger operation. And anytime you try to bridge that gap, there's like big learning curves and, Like, you have to implement things that you did not implement before. Mm -hmm. You got to let go of old stuff and bring on new stuff. Yes. It's run differently. It's run. Yeah. Yeah. It's run. It like they don't, they, uh, they don't operate the same way. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm just trying to navigate that and then get more into my art. Cause like, and so
0: that's where where would you place yourself on on that uh, skill, that gradient?
1: Right. So, I'm trying to bridge the chasm between like having a team. And then I'm kind of like wearing like six hats
0: mm-hmm. to
1: like jumping over the chasm where I'm wearing like maybe two hats, and then mm-hmm. the hats are divvied up between other people.
0: Okay, I hope they're cool hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: that's a yeah. that, That's the
0: that's the big goal. And then that way you can focus on more passion passion projects like yeah, uh, like your art.
1: Right, like the art and like doing stuff that because I mean, junk has been. Good It provides a great life for me and mm-hmm. like my employees and and like but where I really want to go is like big custom art pieces and travel and
0: yeah, I, that'd be great. Yeah. I don't know I
1: know it's supposed to be like the business podcast so like I want no, like- that's business right there yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the reason
0: why we do business, I think you know like right. I mean at least part of it and you know so that we can build something better for ourselves. And I think that's what why a lot of people get in the business. And yeah, yeah. so definitely I get that. Yeah. Yeah, for a
1: way to work. But yeah, like the the big dream would be to live in like a school bus and travel and go like
0: I've always wanted a school bus, man. School like would be sweet. It's it's a whole house. I mean, yeah. it's it's a lot of space. <laughs> right, right.
1: But I like I want my kids to experience like multiple different like types of life. So how cool would it be to like be in a school bus and drive to like a ranch in Montana and work there as like ranch hands for like a month okay like and I'd bring all of my fabrication stuff and I would find materials that they had on site and then I would make a piece about the experience that we had there
0: that is an amazing idea I right? like it like how like how cool
1: would that be <laughs> yeah right and then you
0: definitely got a document you need to bring a film guy. <laughs> there, you go. there you
1: go. Yeah, and like, and then the things I think about with like a local community is I think like, what if you take like it, the current project, my next like TikTok video that I'm mm-hmm. I'm working on right now is with uh, we just did this job for this client, mm-hmm. and um, super sad story. She uh, was going to her dad's house to go get stuff ready for her son's birthday party, mm-hmm. and she found her dad in the garage who had like fallen off a ladder and like and hit his head on a box and was laying on the garage floor. He'd been there 5 hours. He was still alive. Got in the ho- got in the ambulance and died on the way to the
0: hospital. Damn.
1: Yeah. Like that's crazy, dude. <laughs> super like unexpected, right? He probably still had like 25, 30 years left in his life. Like totally out of the blue. The ladders are dangerous, like Yeah, right. <laughs> awesome guy. Like the stories that I got from her were like phenomenal, and he like he grew up super poor, and so he held onto a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. and so we took like five truckloads from this house.
0: That's exciting about like your business. Yeah, that, that makes me exciting because the the kind of experiences you guys can have.
1: Oh, the people yeah. <laughs> you meet and like the what it, like the the experiences they're going through life. Really, the only time people deal with junk is in a transition. Mm-hmm. Like people deal with junk no other time, right? Mm. So there has to be some sort of life event whether that be like, you know, passing on of a loved one or like you're downsizing or- Never
0: even looked at or thought about that aspect of- Yeah, yeah
1: that's but that, that's how it is. That's like, real. That's reality. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So at any rate, we like, I, I'm doing all this TikTok stuff and I meet her and then I meet her um, nephew and like, he's got a whole bunch of cool metal, mm-hmm. right? And I, an, another creator on TikTok did a heritage, she talked about doing a heritage piece for somebody, mm-hmm. so she took metal from that person's barn and then made a piece of art for that family to remember mm-hmm. that person. And I was like, "That's awesome!" So yeah. I still have like all of this really cool metal from this um, from this home. Mm-hmm. And I went and visited with her yesterday because like he was a Vietnam vet, he was from South Carolina, mm-hmm. like. And so I'm drafting up like a design right now to like make art, make an art piece for her dad. About them that would go in his home, which she purchased, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Are you going to share
0: it? I can't wait to see this piece, dude.
1: I, <laughs> I'm like, I'm at this crossroads of like, do I go? All, he loved elk hunting, right? Okay. And I and and so my my current thought is like, do I make a big elk head, like out of like all these really cool pieces that he had? Mm. But like then like I'll, one that
0: you hang like yeah like a, a, th-
1: like it would be like a mount like yeah a, like a full. <laughs> so I don't know. I but that's what I I want to get to more of that stuff. I think like that's need, cool. I like that. Yeah,
0: that's a that's that's a whole nother business within your business. Yeah, that actually may make your business go to the next level, you know, right, right. Because <laughs> it really separates you from any what any kind of junk person is, is doing. Yeah. And it me, and it melds with your passion, too. So that's important of going to the next level as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. And <laughs> I think <that>, th- Yeah, <laughs> I
1: absolutely agree.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I th- and like the thing for me is like it when you when you go into someone's life and you help remove junk right like like the thing like one of the things we hauled from that lady was like that the ladder that he fell off of that broke Mm. right and i remember just seeing like the tears in her eyes talking about this ladder right and 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 like yeah you you experience like moments right and that's like what what life is about life is about experiences with people Mm -hmm. right and And like whatever you do in your life, like those experiences, like define you.
0: Yeah. Right. No, for sure. Yeah. That's why I make this podcast an experience. You know. Yeah, and (laughs) like you go, you come downtown. You, you you know, it's like it's a whole experience. It's true. (laughs) I haven't been
1: downtown in like months, and I was like, I'm, and I, I, I walked two blocks because I parked my car. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's
0: it's an all right day. It's windy a little bit. It's a little windy. (laughs) It's a little windy. But yeah, it's still a beautiful day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Looking at this, like, thing, I want to do more more of that. I want to do more of... That's awesome, man. Yeah. Anything you'd like to promote today before we wrap this up? Uh... I mean, I got I got like nice coupons for like half, okay. half a truckload and full truckload, twenty five bucks off half. And okay,
0: so anyone who's listening to this, they can they can reach out to you and yeah, and yeah. mention the podcast. And I mention guess mention
1: the podcast and get yeah, okay, twenty five <laughs> bucks off half a truckload
0: and then uh, fifty bucks off a full truckload. Okay, sweet man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. All right, cool man. I guess we'll start wrapping this up. Sounds good. Uh, it sounds like we're gonna have to have you uh, back on the show sometime again to tell some more stories because it sounds like you got a lot of them.
1: Probably too many. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great.
0: All right, sounds good. We'll see you guys on the next episode. And this has been the COS Business Podcast, the best podcast in Colorado Springs.